Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. And this week I am recording for all of you from Miami. I'm so excited. If you've been following me on Instagram, you probably know I've been talking about moving here for a couple of weeks. It was kind of a uh, spontaneous spur of the moment decision. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in this podcast, but I'm so stoked. I'm absolutely in love with it here. And If you have been keeping up with my journey, you probably know that I was in Costa Rica for about five or so months. I came back to the States in the beginning of June thinking I was going to move to California and I still had my home in North Carolina. So I flew directly to San Diego from Costa Rica to check it out and to find a place to live. Ended up being a complete shit show of a trip. I was completely blocked, universally blocked in San Diego. It was clearly not my place and ended up going back to North Carolina, completely lost and confused, decided uh, very spontaneously to move to Miami. I've never been to Miami, haven't been to Florida since I was maybe eight years old and went to Disney World with my family and uh, kind of just trusted my intuition that this was the right move because it felt right for some unexplainable reason. I truly have no idea why Miami was in my head, but it was. And I trusted my gut instinct, sold everything in my North Carolina home in about a week and a half, and packed everything up that I own into my car and drove with my roommate to Miami. And we got here just a few days ago. And that is a very brief, brief, brief overview of what's happened in the past few weeks, what's been going on. That's why I didn't release a podcast episode last week. I've been uh, in the midst of selling everything, packing everything up, moving my life uh, all the way over to Florida from North Carolina. We did about a two-day road trip to get here. And I'm currently living in an Airbnb out of my suitcase while we wait for our new spot to be ready for us, the official place that we're going to be living. And um, I'm so excited. It's like my absolute dream space. I have so much to talk about in terms of how I manifested it, how I manifested Miami. And I also want to briefly talk about, you know, if you have been keeping up on my journey, if you've been on my Instagram or listening to the past few podcast episodes, you probably know that I've been going through it. Uh, the first couple of weeks after I left Costa Rica, first experiencing like an intense grief portal, uh, you know, leaving that place was like a personal breakup. You know, it became such a home for me. I, I had so much community there. I felt so much love there. Obviously, I will be back, but my intuition said it was time to leave, uh, which doesn't mean that it wasn't very difficult, very sad for me. And at the same time, thinking San Diego was my spot, learning it was not my spot, feeling completely lost and confused. And uh, I know I made a podcast on this and I talked about how, you know, oftentimes the lows come before the highs. 
And I remember talking in the podcast about how I knew that because I was in the midst of that confusion, the uncertainty, the grief, the sadness, all of the feels, that I knew so much abundance was on the other side. So much, so many manifestations were on their way to me. And I always know this. I know from experience that, you know, life comes in highs and lows. We always have to have the polarity. We can't have the highs without the lows. We can only go as high as we're willing to go low. And the lows don't need to be bad, right? That's just a judgment that us humans tend to label heavier experiences. But if we're willing to take a step back and say, wait, this isn't bad. It's not good. It just is. And I'm willing to feel it. Because what if these heavy feelings, what if they're actually here to serve me, right? And that's what I did in those weeks. I felt lots of heavy feels. I cried almost every single day. And on the other side of that is everything I knew was coming. Because now here I am on the other side of the uncertainty and the risks that I took and the sadness I was feeling. And I'm feeling the high. I'm feeling the excitement. I'm feeling everything come together. All my manifestations showing up uh, and everything working out exactly perfectly in ways I could have never imagined a month ago. So I just want to give you that perspective uh, you know, so if that's you and you're where I was a few weeks ago, I just want you to know that everything is coming. Feeling the lows, it's a part of our human experience. Our souls signed up for this. Feeling sad, feeling uncertain, feeling lost, feeling confused doesn't mean you actually are lost. Doesn't mean you're not supported. It doesn't mean you're on the wrong path. It could actually mean you're on the right path. And in fact, being present with all of the deepness, the heavy emotions, everything that is, that is, uh, you know, that you're feeling right now, being present with that could be the key to getting where you want to go. And I know a lot of you probably look at my journey and you probably think it's, you know, straight up for me all the time, but it's not. I'm human. It goes up and down. I am always in a roller coaster at all times, as we all are in this human experience. And everything does go up in the long term, right? But it's like this up and down squiggly line that eventually makes it up. But I still experience the low lows and the high highs and everything in between. And so I don't want you to come listening to my podcast or seeing my Instagram and think that manifestation is all about feeling good all the time and feeling bubbly and excited all the time and everything always showing up, right? That's not how life works. That's not what we signed up for. We wouldn't grow. We wouldn't evolve that way. But on the other hand, having that higher awareness, that higher perspective, that zoomed out perspective, knowing that when you're in the midst of the confusion and the chaos and the grief or whatever is present for you, just knowing that this is the missing key to get you where you want to be. The breakthrough oftentimes comes after the breakdown. And it's not necessary to have a breakdown for a breakthrough, but if you are in a breakdown, just know that the breakthrough is on the other side because that higher perspective will give you that internal peace you need to manifest the breakthrough that you're asking for. And I don't mean inner peace in the sense of you feel completely peaceful about everything going on in your life. I mean, you still feel all of the feels and you're allowed to feel confused and scared and sad and angry or whatever it is. But at the same time, you also have a feeling of peace Peace in knowing that even though it might be painful right now, that the pain has a purpose. That's the kind of peace I'm talking about. I don't mean not caring about what's going on or having to feel happy about being in pain or having to feel force happiness on yourself for, uh, you know, a time of life that doesn't feel happy. I mean, being at peace 
with not feeling happy, being at peace with not being where you want to be yet, being at peace with the pain that is present, knowing that it has a purpose. So you can simultaneously feel all of the emotions at one time. The heaviness and the higher zoom, that perspective of peace within the heaviness, right? It's almost like I I like to think of it as like um, the vortex of a hurricane or a tornado. You know, when you're in the eye of the storm, everything is going on around you. You can see it, you can feel it, but you're in the eye, right? The center of the storm where you don't feel anything. It's like the sense of peace, this calmness. You can still see and feel everything and you're aware that it's there, but you know that it can't actually harm you because you're this eternal soul that cannot be touched. You're eternal and you're always safe and supported. This is actually a visualization I use when I feel like things are blowing up in my life. I feel out of control or overwhelmed. I imagine myself in the eye of the storm and I'm just receiving a big hug from the universe. And the more at peace I feel in the eye of the storm, right? I'm not trying to push away the storm, but I'm at peace with it being there. And then the eye of the storm, the center of it expands and expands and expands until there's more space in the vortex in the eye of the storm and the storm around you gets further and further away. It's like a, it's a meditation, a visualization that I do sometimes when I feel overwhelmed. It really helps me. Okay, but I've gone off on a tangent, I guess, as I usually do, but I want to get back into the story that I was going to share with all of you. So first thing first, me going to San Diego and having a shit show of an experience and being energetically pushed out was such a gift because even before I went to San Diego, as soon as my, uh, my best friend suggested that we check it out, um, immediately I thought San Diego didn't feel right for me. I remember even saying, I don't want to go to San Diego. Uh, but then her response is, well, where do you want to go? And my response is, uh, (laughs) I have no idea. San Diego never really felt right for me. But instead of making the really scary decision of going somewhere else on my own, I made the decision that felt easy at the time, which was, you know what? I'm just going to go with you. I want us to stay together. It's easier to, to make that transition, right? Leaving somewhere that feels like home to you, going somewhere new with a friend, right? Someone that you love. And so I said yes to that, even though internally it didn't feel fully right. And then I got to San Diego and realized it really wasn't right. It was interesting because as soon as I got off the plane and landing in San Diego, I literally had a vision of me stepping off the plane in Florida. And I remember just thinking, wow, if I was getting off the plane to Miami, Florida right now, I'd be pumped. But when I got off the plane in San Diego, something didn't feel right. I don't know how to explain it. And so it doesn't mean that I wasn't meant to experience this process. Right? It doesn't mean that it was a bad decision for me to move to San Diego or to fly to San Diego when I didn't feel fully right. It was a process of me learning to trust my intuition on a deeper level. Just because you make a choice that doesn't get you where you want to be or you think you need to be or it feels like it wasn't an intuitive choice doesn't mean it was a wrong choice. It was still the choice that was meant to be made. It was the experience that you were meant to have or you wouldn't be having it. Right, So that experience taught me on a deeper level how to trust my intuition. Because now I know what happens when I have a little inkling and I'm like, wait, this doesn't feel right. But I'm like, is this my intuition or is this my fear? People always ask me, how do you know the difference between intuition and fear? You know, because you take action without having to know. And after the fact, you figure it out. Intuition makes sense after the fact, not before. And honestly, if I hadn't gone to San Diego first, I wouldn't have appreciated and known so strongly 
that Miami was the move for me. Going to the place that wasn't right for me gave me so much more clarity as to what was right for me. So it gave me more confidence in taking that leap of faith, taking that risk, moving to Miami on a whim, knowing that California wasn't the right option for me, knowing what it felt like to be in the wrong energy. Because then when I imagined myself being in Miami, I knew it was the right energy because I knew what it felt like to be in the wrong energy. Okay, so making a quote-unquote wrong decision doesn't mean it was wrong or bad. That is a judgment, a self-created judgment. It just means it was a neutral experience that was meant to help push you onto the right path. Which is exactly what happened to me, and I'm so grateful. So that was the first time I had a thought of Florida uh, was when I was getting off the plane in, plane in San Diego. It was like the universe was planting it in my mind so I could prepare myself. Uh, so anyways, flew back to North Carolina and got to our home. I decided I'm going to end the lease early because I want to get to Florida as soon as possible. I felt so excited about it. Uh, so ended our lease a month or two early and then I realized... Um, oh my goodness, I have to empty this entire house in the next week, week and a half. And so I had the giant task of selling furniture in a very large four-bedroom home in one week. And I actually started getting really stressed about it and overwhelmed. Like, how am I going to do this? I've never had to sell this much furniture before. I've never owned this much stuff in my life. I just want to get to Miami. What do I do? So I started the selling process and it was going really slowly. And what I realized was, oh my gosh, I'm doing the opposite of what I teach. My focus was on how the furniture wasn't selling and how I didn't know if I was going to be able to sell it in time. And obviously that became a self-fulfilling prophecy. I manifested the furniture not selling. So every morning I read myself affirmations, oftentimes in the mirror. And so I added to my morning affirmations Um, an affirmation of gratitude. And every single morning I said, uh, thank you universe for the ease in which I've been able to sell all of my furniture, right? It feels so good to look around and see an empty house. And so I started saying that to myself, uh, once or twice a day and like visualizing the house actually being empty of furniture and it happening with ease. And of course, guess what happened in the next week? Every single thing was sold down to my giant freaking couch that I thought would never be sold because it couldn't fit in anyone's home. And uh, I finally had that picked up as well. And of course, a lot of the furniture I sold for like, you know, a fifth of what it was worth, if not less, and all of it was less than a year old. And um, this was another block that I came across was, wow, did I waste all of my money? Like I, I, if I would just push back my leaving date, I would just go to Miami, you know, in a month instead of a week. I could really sit around and sell this for more and get back the worth of all of this furniture. That was a thought that came from scarcity in my mind, right? And then I got to reframe that and step into a higher level of abundance. And remember that when I make decisions that are supportive of my vision, that are in alignment with my highest self, that feel exciting, that put me in my best energy, that raise my vibration, I attract more abundance to me. So when I make abundant decisions, it doesn't matter if I'm quote unquote losing money in the 3D because I'm gaining it energetically, right? So by me making the choice to go to Miami next week, knowing that that was the energetically aligned choice, it felt the most exciting, the most aligned with my highest vision for my life. That's where when I thought about my dream life, that's where it was taking me intuitively. That was the aligned choice. I know That when I take risks to align with my highest vision, the universe fully supports me and rewards me. 
which means that it doesn't matter how much money I quote unquote lose on quickly selling furniture or ending my lease early because I gain it all when I make decisions that put me in higher alignment. And moving to Miami was a highly aligned decision. The second I was in the car on my way, my energy raised like through the roof. I feel so aligned here. And when I say aligned, I mean I'm on the right path, right? This is the highest path for me right now. I feel in complete alignment with the universe and my highest self and my highest vision. I like feel it deeply in my soul and my whole body. And this kind of going to be the theme of this podcast because this became the theme of the last month of my life is making aligned decisions despite the quote unquote risk, despite what people would say is illogical or irrational because I don't make decisions based on logic or rationality. I base them on intuition, which makes a lot of people around me triggered and uncomfortable, but allows me to live my best damn life (laughs) no matter what. This is why I always manifest what I desire because I know what I'm worthy of. I know what I desire and I'm not going to settle for anything less than that. No matter what it costs me, no matter what the quote unquote risks are, because I know what I gain in the long term. So we're driving to Miami. We have a two day trip. We stop in St. Augustine, Florida, which is absolutely gorgeous. So cute. So beautiful. And I booked an Airbnb when we were in the car it looks so beautiful online. The photos are gorgeous. And we get there and it's nothing like the photos. I'm sure a lot of Airbnbs are like this. They edit the photos. The lighting looks better. Everything looks newer. We got there. It was way smaller than we thought. Not what I wanted. I didn't feel good in this place. Uh, you know, sometimes Airbnbs are old, but they're cozy and they feel good. I didn't feel good. I stepped in and I was like, I don't feel good in this Airbnb. I can't stay here. And, you know, mind you, we got there around maybe 8 p.m. and we were going to leave at 8 in the morning. So it was just a 12-hour stay, just one night. But I wasn't willing to stay somewhere that didn't feel good for me. So I got out my phone again and I booked instead a five-star resort. And we went there and stayed the night there. It was an incredible experience. I felt amazing. I woke up feeling so relaxed and restored. And, you know, making decisions like this, in the past, Kristen would have judged so hard and hated on anyone who made a decision like I did saying what a waste right what a spoiled brat who is she to think that she can just waste that money you know she just suck it up and stay in the first Airbnb but here's the thing I'm not willing to settle my energy is my top freaking priority because I know that when I put myself first and my energy first I have more to give And my energy affects every single person that I come into contact with, whether it's online or in person. My energy creates a ripple effect around the entire world, as does yours and everyone else's. And so when I make the decisions that prioritize my energy and my feel good, I'm not just doing it for myself. When you raise your vibration, you raise the collective consciousness. You raise the collective vibration. And for me... Prioritizing my feel good and prioritizing my energy meant staying where I wanted to stay. And I know that when I make aligned decisions that prioritize my highest desire, no matter what that is, I'm stepping into abundance. And that money comes back to me times 10, right? I'm not actually losing money. I'm becoming richer, richer in abundance, richer in money, richer in energy, richer in excitement. My vibration is raising And, you know, we all grow up or many of us grow up. I grew up, I should say, 
learning that I need to justify things. I need to earn something or prove that I deserve it, work for it. And so when I desire something like more luxury, more abundance, a nicer environment, that little voice in my head goes, Kristen, you're spoiled. You don't need this. And I try to justify it. Like, oh, well, no, you know what? You you earned it because you drove 12 hours today. Or, you know, no, you need this because, you know, you've got to record a podcast. And so you'll, you'll relax better and be more energized in, in the nice hotel. Right? These voices in my head try to justify it so I can feel okay and ignore my conditioning, my subconscious beliefs that say you're not worthy of this. Right? But I'm no longer about justifying my desires. I'm no longer about saying, oh, I drive, I drove long enough. I deserve the luxury or I need it so that I can work better. Uh, uh-uh. No, I deserve it because I desire it. 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 No more justifying. No more saying I'm worthy of this because of X, Y, Z. No. Are you living? Are you breathing? Are you on planet earth? That's the proof that you're worthy of it, no matter what it is. Whether you desire to stay at a nice hotel, or you desire a nice car, or you desire a partner, or you desire a career that you love, or you desire anything. You don't need to justify your desires to anyone, including and especially yourself. And so this, you know, saying goodbye to the Airbnb, even though it meant, quote unquote, losing money, booking uh, the beautiful resort and staying there was a practice for me in not having to justify my desires, saying goodbye to my old judgments. And honestly, my judgments of people in the past who made choices like this, it was really, you know, when we judge other people, we're not judging them. We're judging the part of ourselves that we see reflected in them. So I would judge others who made decisions like the one I made because a part of me actually secretly desired that. And so I saw reflected in them the potential within me to step into that embodiment. But I didn't feel worthy of it subconsciously. So instead of facing the pain of feeling unworthy of what they were, I instead judged what they were so that I could avoid my own pain and projected that outwardly onto them, right? That's what a lot of judgment is, truly. You know, where your judgments are, who and what you judge or hate on, lets you really know deep down what is existing within you, your subconscious, your shadow that wants to be acknowledged, embodied, or stepped into, or even just loved. And actually, this happened again when we got to Miami. So when I was booking a place in Miami, I was going to book somewhere for one month uh, just to make sure that I liked Miami before I committed to staying here longer term. So I had two options. One was a beautiful place uh, with a view of the bay of the water, and another one had a view of the city. Now, I ended up booking the one with a view of the city, even though I wanted my manifestation list had a view of water. But the place that had the view of water, I didn't like the inside, right? It had a beautiful balcony, but the inside, the furniture was like kind of not nice. It seemed kind of dark on the inside. I really wanted good lighting. It wasn't conducive to the kind of workspace I wanted. So I said no, because the apartment with the city view had everything else I wanted, just didn't have the ocean view or the, the water view. So we got here, we move into the apartment and I stepped in, was like, eh, you know, it's a fine apartment, but it's much smaller than I thought. It's not what I expected. I didn't feel good in it once again. 
And so uh, the next day I decided to go look at some other water view places and I talked to the guy who showed us the previous one I said no to and he was like, hey, you know what? I have another one that just opened up. It wasn't open when you asked me last time, but the people are actually moving out, uh, you know, in a week or two. So I have another one available for you. Do you want to come look at it? And I was like, yeah, of course. So we look at it. It's absolutely gorgeous. The furniture is beautiful. The lighting is great. It's big. The balcony has the exact view I'm looking for, right? Absolutely everything on my manifestation list. And so I'm like, hell yes, I want it. So we're ending our lease early at the place I booked uh, previously, even though it means, of course, once again, I'm quote unquote losing money. I know that I'm actually energetically gaining it because I'm putting my feel good first, which matters more than anything, right? I know what I'm worthy of. I know what I deserve as we all do. We all deserve our highest desires and I'm claiming it. I'm not willing to settle. And you know, it's actually funny after I made this decision, I, uh, I went home and I look at my Stripe account and of course I have almost $7,000 transferring from that day. Um, the money that I was quote unquote losing by switching apartments had in fact already multiplied and come back to me as always happens when I trust and when I have faith and when I leap into the unknown and surrender and let go of my uh, judgments and conditions and uh, justifications and just say yes to my highest desire, highest excitement. And you know what the thing is? If the timing hadn't worked out the way it had, I wouldn't have gotten what I wanted. If we hadn't booked the wrong one first, right? If I had settled for the the water view within the apartment that didn't have the furniture I liked and didn't have the lighting I liked, we would have been stuck there. But because I wasn't willing to settle for the view I wanted if it didn't have everything I wanted, the timing worked out perfectly. Everything worked out exactly the way it was meant to be so I could manifest my dream location in Miami. And here's the thing about manifesting your dreams. Sometimes you got to make the first move. Ask yourself, if I actually truly believed I was worthy of my dream life, if I knew that I couldn't fail and it was coming no matter what, how would I act? How would I show up? What kinds of decisions would I make? Because sometimes you have to make the first move and it's scary. You have to show up for your dreams as if you actually believe you are worthy of them if you want them to show up for you. That's how you become the energetic match. Not by sitting at home and meditating and visualizing, but by taking the damn action. Yes, of course, the inner work is important. That's why I have my academy. And that's why I do inner work myself. But the action is just as important. You can do all the inner work in the world and sit around and meditate all day on it. But if you're not taking scary action, you're not stepping into that next level, it's not going to show up for you. You have to show the universe that you know you're worthy of it, that you believe you're worthy of it. Even if you don't really believe it yet, taking action as if you believe it begins to actually wire in that belief. This is why I don't settle and I don't make decisions based on logic or rationality. I will say this over and over. I make decisions based on my intuition. I take advice from no one but my intuition and people who are already living the life that I deeply desire to live. And I know that me living my best life serves the world. I become an example for others who see me and suddenly believe that they can do it too. That's how I got where I am. When I had no belief in myself, I looked at others who had already done it and used them as an example for my subconscious mind that if they could do it, I could do it too. I wouldn't be where I am if other women hadn't paved the way first. Truly. Living my best life serves the world. Me being in my highest energy serves the world. It means I get to be more present means I get to serve on a greater capacity. 
I have more energy to give, to serve others, to support more students. And the energy that I spread to each and every person I come into contact with is higher. Cyber is a vibration of the planet. You living your best life serves the world. No more justifying. You desiring it is enough. It's on your heart for a reason. You're worthy of it. Now step into it. Embody it. And I know I'm going to get questions about the money, right? People are going to say, well, you know what? I can't afford to do that. I can't afford to book an Airbnb and say I don't like it and book a resort instead. And I'm not telling you to do that. I've worked my way up to making big money choices like this, right? I make big money moves now, but in the beginning of my journey, they were smaller, right? The money moves I make always feel risky to me, but what feels risky to me as my abundance grows is different than it was in the beginning, right? So the risks I take still feel the same amount of scary and big, but they are different. So in the beginning of my journey, um, I was making scary money choices like hiring my first coach, right? Spending $1,000 on my first manifestation coach um, instead of on my rent, <laughs> trusting the money would come back. That felt pretty freaking scary. Now $1,000 to me isn't that much because I've raised the glass ceiling uh, around the kinds of money that I bring into my life. I'm in a higher stage of abundance energetically. And so now that seems small to me. So the money decisions I make now are much bigger. So I'm not telling you to book a five-star resort or to spend thousands and thousands of dollars that you don't have, but I am asking you to look at where you're paying, playing small. We are not listening to your intuition. We are acting out of fear and anxiety when it comes to money. How can you trust more? How can you surrender more? What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? If you knew you were safe, held, and protected at all times by the universe? It's like you're standing at the edge of the cliff, scared to jump, knowing that everything you want is down there not even realizing that there's a safety net right below you, right? The universe is waiting to catch you, but you have to leap first, even though you don't see the safety net. That's what up-leveling feels like. So once again, what I want you to take from this is not that you should go book five-star resorts or say goodbye to Airbnbs and spend thousands of dollars on apartments unless that feels aligned for you. What I'm saying is think bigger. Count down from three, take a deep breath and take the risk. Take the leap of faith. When you're following your alignment, your highest vision, the universe always fully supports you. I know, I know that I attract more money when I feel good. I attract more abundance when I feel good. I attract more manifestations when I feel good. I attract more of everything when I feel good, more love, more joy. So any decision that's prioritizing my feel good is also prioritizing my dream life. And when you heal yourself, you heal the world. What you do to yourself, you do to the world. When you prioritize your feel-good, you're also prioritizing, raising the feel-good collectively of the world. Right? This is like the basic, what is the phrase? You know, you can't pour from an empty cup. This is why I always prioritize my my energy above all else. And I have no shame around that. If I don't prioritize me, I can't make the impact, the massive impact that I'm actually making right now. And I cannot grow my massive impact as I desire to grow it. And I will grow it. I can't help the millions of people I desire to help unless I put my feel good first, no matter what that looks like. And I feel good when I'm in environments that are conducive to my feel good. I don't need the perfect environment to feel good. My feel good is an inside job, but I know I'm worthy of the kinds of environments that I desire and they're on my heart for a reason. 
and I will follow my feel good. And I will follow my highest desire, no matter what, with no shame, with no justification at all times. I will not settle. You know, one of my favorite phrases is your dreams are chasing you. You have to stop running away from them. Your dreams are literally chasing you. They are already yours. Stop running. Fear pushes so many people away from their dreams, right? The universe sets it all up for you. And all you got to do is take that first step, that first leap of faith, that first risk. And when you say no, you move the opposite direction. You're moving further away from your dreams. It wasn't meant to be easy. Yes, you get to manifest your dream life with ease, but it wasn't meant to be easy. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel scary, but you're worthy of it. And it's yours already. The question is, how committed are you to it? Because if you are unconditionally committed, right? Your vision is stronger than your fear. Your faith is stronger than your fear, right? That's a choice to have faith stronger than fear, to have a vision stronger than fear. Your vision and your faith must be stronger than your fear so that you have it in you to take the scary action. To step into the embodiment of the life you desire, even when you don't feel truly worthy of it yet. Because sometimes feeling worthy of it comes after acting as if you're worthy of it. Because you are worthy of it. But the feeling oftentimes comes after the action. And I want to touch a little bit on, I had someone reach out to me and say that they were triggered or they were like losing faith every time I manifested a new dream location, right? Because I manifested my dream location in North Carolina and I gave it up and then one in Costa Rica and I gave it up. Now I'm going to Miami. I manifested my dream location. And I want to clarify when I say dream location, I mean dream location for this, this time period of my life. I don't mean dream location forever. Um, at this point I have no desire to settle down forever when the time is right and I intuitively feel that I will and until then I trust that for each time period in my life each season the universe will guide me to my dream location for that season my dream location for this season of my life is not the same as my dream location for two seasons ago or last season you know the dream location that was a dream for me two years ago three years ago one month ago isn't necessarily my dream location for right now because I'm ever evolving ever changing who I am today is not the same as who I was yesterday and definitely not the same as who I was a year ago because I'm always growing and evolving. And I love that about myself. I'm not stuck in one identity. I'm fluid. I'm always shifting. My dreams are shifting. My life is shifting. What I desire is shifting. And I always put my highest desire first and I trust it. And so for each season of my life, I always know that my dream location will show up. And I know that there are more than one dream locations for me. And whether it lasts for a day, a week, a year, a decade, or my entire life, doesn't matter because I know that the universe has my back and divine timing will always play out. And no matter how long I stay in a location, I will always attract my dream for that season of my life. I hope that makes sense to you all. Your desires are allowed to shift, right? It's the same as, you know, sometimes... We think we're with our soulmate. Oh, this is my dream person, right? Think back when you're 15 or 17 or 20, however old. You thought you were with your soulmate. And it turns out it wasn't. But they were your dream person for that time period. And they taught you exactly what you were supposed to know. But now you've grown. And what you desire out of a relationship is different, right? Same with anything in your life. Your desires are allowed to shift. What you manifest will shift. Nothing has to be permanent, but it also can be permanent if you desire it to be. 
as I shift, my desires shift, my life shifts, but I always know that life gets better and better and better. And I'm always manifesting my dreams, no matter what they are. They're always coming for me. And sometimes I'm manifesting dreams that I haven't even had yet, but the universe knows I'm going to have. You know, it's funny. I was thinking back to uh, about a year ago, a year and a half ago, when my best friend Halai and I were road tripping across the states looking for a place to live. Um, we stayed at this resort called the Scott in Scottsdale, Arizona, and it became our favorite resort we've ever stayed at. We still talk about it all the time. And it's funny because it's a Cuban style resort and um, we just freaking loved everything about it. And it had this like perfumey cologne smell to it that we loved. And I haven't smelled it since, but we probably talked about the Scott once a month, if not once a week since that day. We talk about it all the time. Every hotel we go to, we're like, ah, it's great, but it's not the Scott. And we got to Miami. And of course, there's a lot of Cuban inspired places here. And we went, to the, we went to the mall yesterday for the first time and it smelled like the Scott. And I was like, are you kidding me? I smell the Scott. Uh, and we went to another cafe and it had the same smell. And we went to another one and it had the same smell. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is the exact smell or cologne or spray fragrance that we smelled at that resort that we won't stop talking about. And it's little things like that where it's like the universe places things in your mind. You know, the whole time we were manifesting our experience in Miami when we talked about how amazing the Scott was, how it smelled, not even knowing it. You know, the universe is way ahead of you and it will plant things in your life to help you call in your dreams that you haven't even dreamt of yet. (laughs) And as long as you're willing to surrender what you think you need and want, you allow yourself to leap, allow yourself to surrender to the universal free fall. Everything is coming. I promise you. Everything is coming. And that's all I have for you. I hope this episode served you. If it did, I'd love for you to share it on social media. Leave me a review on iTunes. If you do, take a screenshot and email it over to support at pursuitofbliss.com to receive a free meditation from me. And if you're interested in diving deep into the internal work, up-leveling your reality, um, up-leveling, your, up-leveling your inner world uh, to attract your dream life externally, uh, my academy is for you. I would love to support you in that journey. Uh, as I've obviously done it for myself and now guided hundreds of others to do the same. The link is in the show notes to apply for that. And, um, and I'm sending you all lots of love. See you all next week. Mm-hmm.